2: Big show, 97.5, 12.80, The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Want to remind you about our friends at Zero Res. Call Zero Res for a holiday carpet cleaning. at $33 per room, and your fourth room is free. That's in December only. Happy holidays from your friends at Zero Res. Uh, we're efforting to get in touch with Frank Dolce and talk a little Utah football. Austin uh, just, just encountered something interesting. Austin just tried to call Frank twice and got a busy signal twice. When is the last time you got a busy signal and is, is are we calling Frank on the, the wall phone at his house?
0: <laughs> you mean have it, it to go through the operator to get patched through? It's I'm, not a wall phone. It's cordless. It has the extendable right. antenna. Right.
3: <laughs> I mean, even what uh, what do
0: they call that? Call waiting. I mean, even that
2: was a thing back in the early to mid nineties for like a cent a minute. Huh? Right.
0: How? <laughs> and you could get that, and you could get a busy signal with that if both lines were full. Right. But honestly, when was the last time you got it? Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while, man. I'll tell you, you younger folks out there, you have really witnessed the transformation in the communications business. When you think about what we're talking about with phones. Oh, I was I was talking about this with
2: somebody the other day. Can you imagine having to be home to get a phone call? <laughs> if you're not at home or at the office, I guess, or, or having wherever. no clue who's calling you? Can you imagine a world where we're not accessible 24 hours a day? It sounds wonderful, actually.
3: <laughs> Doesn't it? I remember when we had the, the internet for the first time. No one could be on the phone.
2: Because Unless, you were dialed into yeah, the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. but that
3: doesn't sound too bad anymore. Yeah,
2: I remember a video game, and not that I was a huge video game person growing up, but we, my friends and I, used to play Warcraft two, it was the first one where you could play each other on different computers, but you had to dial their specific phone number, and then it would, if you got another phone call, it would just kick you off. Yeah, that was a fun game.
0: It's like a, it's like
2: a, it's like a Snickers bar. That's what it's like. You know, I'm sure I'm pretty sure Snickers
0: bars have been the same for a long no, time. No, but you eat a Snickers bar and you like it. And then you eat another one and another one and another one. Too much of a good thing. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you can reach your loved ones whenever you want, right? Yeah, that's good. Uh but but you don't want when you're trying to get a hold of one of your loved ones, you don't want their attention divided with texting and everything else is going on or when you're sitting down for dinner this
3: is a true story i have to call my wife on three different numbers most of the time why is that because she works for a phone company so she has these extra phones that she uses as a demo but they also are lines Ah. so if i call her on her regular phone she doesn't answer i then have to call the secondary phone if that doesn't work i have to call her on a third phone and Mm.
0: then she'll answer It's the worst. Do you think if you are having a conversation with somebody and they are looking at their phone, is that like having, uh, let's say in the evening, you've had a long day and you lay down in bed and uh, you're talking to your loved one and they have a phone there, then is that kind of like having a third person, you know, laying there alongside (laughs) okay okay this came out wrong maybe i should have been sitting on chairs in the den (laughs) but you know what i'm saying it's like a snickers bar (laughs) yeah
2: i got no clue what you're saying actually it's
0: a third party involved oh okay when you're trying to have a conversation just between the two of you i'm gonna punch frank (laughs) still getting a busy signal A busy signal.
2: That's
3: unbelievable. Is that (laughs) something that maybe has he
2: like flagged the zone's number on his phone? (laughs) You know, like blocked the number or whatever.
0: It could be. Mm. Anyway, we'll talk to Frank about what's going on with the Utes college football. Okay, so let me ask you a question while we're waiting for the signal to clear. You know, we've we've watched the Utes time and time again, Jake are they in your strict opinion if your life depended on it are they one of the four best teams in the country based on pure information that you've gathered yourself why again i've i've asked you about this before but why do the stakes
2: have to be so
0: high because I, I'm, trying put put cut, I'm, cu- I'm trying to i'm trying to cut it. out all the clutter i'm trying to well, br- just brush that. i'm trying to brush aside all the the politics and all the, the the popularizing that goes on sometimes around here. Just you know, just give me the cold hard truth here. If Gordon, if your entire
2: family's life depended on it, <laughs> I better get it right. How, uh, about, how about you just say, "Hey, give me give me the straight truth here." Do you think Utah is one of the top four teams in the country?
0: Boom. Clean yeah, but I'm, I'm and trying, not so dramatic. Yeah, but I don't want to hear the thing—the populist view. That you know, I want to know what you really, really think. <laughs> you, you. Because I've seen, I've seen certain people talk out of both sides of their mouth. So, They'll say, "Oh yeah, the Utes—they're one of the best," you know. They—they they deserve this and that and the other. And then you get them privately, and they go. Oh, so my life has to depend on it. And that's
2: when
3: people tell the truth. Right. When, they're when like, you say, hey, your life is on the line here, buddy. <laughs> right. Tell me what I want to hear. Um, so my answer to it would be, I'm not
2: convinced the Utes are necessarily better than Georgia. I think the Utes are better than Oklahoma. Georgia's beat a lot of good teams this year. And I think there's a chance they could beat LSU. Boy, that's a tall order. Tall order for sure probably won't happen. Um... Uh, if, if you put Utah and Georgia on the same field, um, Utah could absolutely win. So I don't So to answer your question, I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: okay, so if that's my fair life enough. depended on it, but, that's but, but, but
2: but here's here's my opinion on it. I it's Georgia not Oklahoma. If you've seen Oklahoma play in the last few weeks, the wheels have wobbled a lot with the Sooners, and they've had to come back in these games and bear- barely beat these average teams that, that Utah has smashed. And then you compare that with, with Georgia. Georgia's beaten Florida and Notre Dame and these ga- these teams that are pretty good. I and mean, yet
0: Oklahoma, if they beat Baylor again, they will have had better wins than Utah.
2: Kind of. Look at the Big 12. The Big 12 isn't that great either. And you're saying you beat the same team twice. That's, that's your big calling card. I know don't know. They- he had
0: another win in there somewhere, didn't
2: he? Uh, well, Oklahoma State. I We had somebody who tweeted at us that Utah's strength of schedule is actually better than Oklahoma, but that's just what somebody tweeted at me. I'd have to, to confirm that. That doesn't sound right. Here, let me look I, it up. No. Well, the problem is— I we, don't
0: know. The, yeah,
2: what is the problem? The, the problem is, I mean, that Utah just doesn't have, like, a signature. They don't have a, a bailer. So they don't have a signature win, really, to point to. They've got Washington. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that's, that's one game. The rest of it, I mean, Arizona State is not a bad team.
0: You know, it's just not a great win. And even though Oklahoma beat Baylor once already, Baylor is considered superior to Oregon.
2: And I mean, we can go through Baylor's. Uh, we can go through Baylor's schedule real quick too, if you want. But here, here's what Oklahoma has done this year. Just for folks who maybe don't know, uh, they they beat Houston forty nine to thirty one, beat South Dakota, the Coyotes, yeah, seventy to fourteen, romped UCLA, their only common opponent, forty eight to fourteen. Then they beat Texas Tech fifty five to sixteen. You know, Texas Tech's not terrific. Uh, beat Kansas forty five to twenty. Uh, beat Texas. I mean, you might consider that a nice win. Yeah. Uh, although Texas is okay, thirty-four to twenty-seven. Beat West Virginia is not terrific, fifty-two to fourteen. Lost to Kansas State. Yeah, forty-eight to forty-one. And Kansas
0: State was ranked at that time.
2: And then here's where kind of the last month it's been a little wobbly. Okay, uh, forty-two to forty-one against Idaho. Uh, excuse me, Iowa State. Okay. So squeaking that one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baylor. Uh, they win thirty-four to thirty-one uh, in a game that, they should a, not have won. But that's a big win. It is okay, well, fine, I mean, fair Baylor's enough. good. And, and TCU, another game they should not have won. They win twenty-eight to twenty-four, and then they beat Oklahoma State. And I believe OK State was down their starting quarterback thirty-four to sixteen. They haven't exactly looked great for about
0: the last See, month. This is this is the problem with the process: is that Utah deserves to be in, but if Oklahoma wins the Big Twelve, they deserve to be in too. Oklahoma's got an argument. I I don't think Baylor really does. Baylor beat
2: Texas twenty four to ten. Is that is that doing for you a whole lot? Other than that, they beat Oklahoma State forty
0: five to twenty seven at OK State. And yet, if Baylor beats Oklahoma, it'll be by a fairly large margin. The best, a better win than anything Utah has done, even if they beat Oregon. Right. But here,
2: and you know what? I'll credit Tony Parks with a really great point today on Tony and Austin. If if uh, if you want to catch it, uh, ten in Austin have any great points? Well, Austin always has great points, but this this one in particular, I will uh, I will you give have to, to ask. I will give to Tony because I I think he's right on the money. What do you say? If you look at resume, let's think about the 2008 Utah team, yeah. and let's think about the 2004 Utah team. Uh-huh. Okay, if you want to go by resume. 2008 Utah team had some really, really good wins. In fact, they had more good wins than this they current did. Utah team. They did. Well, I mean, yeah.
1: well, they beat
2: an Oregon State team who I believe was top 25 at the time with Hiz mm-hmm. Rogers. They were coming off a win over, over USC. They beat TCU, who was really good that year. They beat BYU, who was a top 15 team at the time, I want to say, that year. Uh, and then they had a non – did they have another non-conference win that was really good? Michigan. That 2018, beat, yeah, but beat Michigan, Michigan was like three and nine that year. I don't think they were that bad, but it, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't very good. It wasn't terrific, but that's—I mean, you want to look at a resume. There's some really good wins on that resume for the University of Utah in 2008. In 2004, their resume is awful. They beat Texas A&M, who was okay at the beginning of the year, and then they didn't beat anybody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the Mountain West Conference did not have TCU in it at the time and was not good. And BYU was down because that was uh, during the last gasp of Gary Croton. So you look at the 2004 resume, not even close to the 2008 resume, but what was the better team?
0: I don't know. I think I used to think it was 04, but I'm not 100% sure anymore. That 08 team had a, had NFL talent on it. It did. And the 08 team was really good, but it wasn't as good as the 04. Team. Uh, I used to think that until I studied both seasons uh-huh. and looked at the names on the roster and I started to vacillate a little know. bit. Go look again. I did. I did. I wrote a column about it and so I studied the whole thing out and I was expecting to think 04 was better. And all of a sudden, I was going, well, hold on here. Not so fast. Anyway. Okay. But because, because college football is so regionalized. But do you get the point? That's quick, why we, they need to take the, all the champions. Jake, uh,
2: before it's clear we, as
0: day. Come on. Come around, folks. Before
2: we move on, you get the point, Right. You understand the point that maybe the resume is a little bit different, but who is a better football team? You look at how they play, and and, and okay, fine, you, you're being
0: frustrating. But, 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 but that, now you're, going, not... you're, you're comparing the eye test with the resume.
2: But that's the point. That's Utah's argument to make. They don't right. have the resume. Right. They have the eye test. Right. They're a better team than Oklahoma, and it's not necessarily their fault that a bunch of these teams laid down and died. And because, so what are they supposed to but do? But because
0: they were beating up a bunch of Pac-12 teams that nobody thinks very highly of it's hurting them and so that, Oklahoma- that's why it needs to be proved proved on the, on the freaking field that's why Oklahoma and Utah should play that's why, it, that's why it has to be look I can't be the only one who thinks this way and I know I'm being repetitive and I've said it over and over again but man, college football is run by a lot of smart people can't they see this why don't they fix this Make it right. Because anybody after eight wouldn't really have a legitimate shot anyway. So you can be complete. You can be comprehensive. And you can, you can knock off the nonsense of, of, of jobbing certain champions from certain conferences. I mean, this is the, in my opinion, and they have to prove it by beating Oregon. But I, I, well, I do think already they are the most talented Utah team ever. If they're in order to be the best football team ever, then they have to beat Oregon. And to have a team like that not be able to prove itself in a national tournament is just its frustrating. It's difficult. And I'm not saying Oklahoma's not good, and I'm not saying they don't deserve to be in. But make a combination for that. It's the system that's broken here. And, and and because of that, we're sitting around spinning in circles going Oklahoma, Utah, what if Georgia beats LSU, then that's going it's just stupid. Uh,
2: it's what we've got. I, I don't know what to say. We've talked about this a lot. Sure. Expand to eight. Uh, you can make a really good argument that only three teams deserve a shot at the title this year, that if you expand it at eight, you get a bunch of multi No, because teams if you want, do way, you want to do it that way, then you can look at the fact that the ACC has been weaker than the Pac-12. But how is it right now, Gordon? It's not that way. I don't know what to tell you. It's not. So we, and, and I actually think that by arguing it, you're actually insulting Utah because you're saying you don't belong, but uh, if we change the but system, you would But how are we supposed to, to definitively
0: say whether they belong or not? Yeah, they belong because if they were the Pac-12 champion, they'd, they belong. Right. If we change the rules, they'd get in. I got it. You know... It's no insult for Utah. It's 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 tearing down this system that's broken and it needs to be fixed so that these generational teams like what Utah has this year, they don't have to fall victim to stupid attitudes about them like Paul Feinbaum has. Well, he doesn't have a vote. Uh, and, I know, but I still think that that attitude does exist within that committee somewhere.
2: Well, we will find out. I... I it, The the relevant topic is whether Utah gets in right now, and I get it, and I get you don't like the system, and and fine. It's it's, it's difficult to
0: say definitively one way or the other relative to other teams. There's no way of proving it.
2: But I guess my point is, and where we all started was, do we think Utah is one of the best four teams in the country? And you certainly can make an argument for it, and that's why Utah fans are, are so worked up over it, but... I don't know if it's going to be the priority of the committee, but to people who are saying that the system's not fair, I, my response would be, don't lose to the USC then. The
0: system would be working for you just fine if you didn't lose but there are cases where undefeated teams may not be as good as a team with a one with a with one loss. Well, you're the
2: one who says settle it on the field and that's a big deal to you right now and on the field you talk. It, it lost. is a
0: big deal, but t- when you compare conferences if one of the conferences really is weaker than another conference then it, and you're the one that taught me this. This is what I'm saying now is your own fault because you absolutely made this argument to me so many times that I Finally, came around to it, and I do believe it that, that that depending upon the teams that you are playing, that makes a huge difference. It does not necessarily mean if you have some stellar record that you're better.
2: But you want to you you say that, but yet you want to make everybody's opportunity to get in the playoff equal. Because I think champions, like it were, like it were, were the same
0: power five champions, deserve to be in. But winning the ACC and winning the SEC are not the same thing, as you indicated. I know, and this so is, why this should the is, ACC automatically the old, get a bid? Because it, it, I think a league champion should automatically get a bid because it conquered its realm. It is the king of its king of its kingdom, and so now let the kings play each other. Uh, all right, we can get to some reaction to this
2: uh, coming up. I guess Frank is standing us up. That's what's uh, that's what's happening.
3: I'm starting to get a little concerned. Oh. Well. Busy signal, busy signal, busy signal. One ring voicemail, two ring voicemail, no ring voicemail. All right, no well, text.
2: Let's hope Frank's okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's for sure.
3: Yeah. Right. I mean that one time that a plane was uh flying around above him when he was on with you guys, so
2: well hey. Shout out to Frank. Hope you're doing all right. I'm sure he's fine. I was
3: trying to be funny.
2: Uh, Well, I don't know. busy signals and we're we're playing an up-tempo record, and you come in with a death dedication. (laughs) I think you came in with bringing it up that 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 something terrible may have happened to Frank. That you're worried. Don't put that voodoo on me, Ricky Bobby. All right, joining us now in studio, Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic, and he's uh, helping our listeners with something very, very important. That, of course, is their relationships,
4: and uh, you guys have a a unique and new solution to an old problem. We do. It's called acoustic wave therapy. Now, this treats uh, the age-old problem that you're talking about, which is erectile dysfunction. It's the the problem a lot of guys don't like to talk about. Um, We have a new solution that opens up the blood vessels, and that's the key here, is ED really is a lack of blood flow. Um, Guys want something better. They don't want to deal with the side effects anymore, the pills and the lack of spontaneity. Um, This is the first and only thing that treats the root cause of the problem, typically with just a few short treatments, by the way. We can restore function two to three weeks. What percentage of guys
2: do you uh, do? You, would you say that you guys see that have tried other solutions and have been
4: frustrated by them? Oh, that's a great question. Almost all. I think when you come to the ED clinic, it's typically last resort. I hate right. to say, <laughs> I hate to say that, but not all the time. Um, it's typically a guy that's frustrated be, because the pill doesn't work, or the you know the side effects are bad. They don't want to do the injections. Testosterone doesn't work, so. It's a last resort. I don't think it should be that way. I think this should be the first thing you try before dealing with side effects. Um, it's natural. you know. It's, it's the way things used to work. So whether or not you're frustrated with those
2: other solutions or maybe things are, are just slipping a little bit and you've noticed it, people can come in and,
4: and get a free assessment and find out for themselves. Yes. Call now. We'll do the assessment, the exam, the blood flow ultrasound. Normally there's a charge. It's totally free. And it's important to remember, there's no obligation. So you can come and find out why you have erectile dysfunction, if the treatments are a good fit. No sales pitch, by the way. Um, Totally free if you call us now. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. Tell them you heard it on The Zone. Special gift? Yes, special gift. Come on in. And uh, we've got something unique that I think will produce instant results in the bedroom. 801-901-8000. That's the number, 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, guys.
2: More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jig Scott, 975, 1280 the zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. We greatly appreciate it. We've got the not sports report coming up. Want to remind you as well. Uh, join us tomorrow. We're going to be at Metro by T-Mobile, twenty-one twenty South Seven Hundred East in Salt Lake between three and six. Join us. The big show broadcasting live. Uh, some quick response on our conversation uh, we're having about Utah and the playoffs. Uh, let's see. Matt tweets in. He said, you're saying Utah's a good team based on the eye test. I don't understand how you can argue that. Based on their competition, they look great because they're playing poor competition. They're beating the tar out of that poor competition. Now, maybe the the Washington game, maybe they should have beat up on them a little bit more in retrospect. But, I mean... Yeah, the, the eye test. Is the idea in this playoff thing, Gordon, to get the four best teams or what? Because that's, that's where the rubber meets the road for me.
0: What is the committee's objective? And I don't think we really know. Well, it's impossible to figure out who's the best team unless they face each other on the field. So I, I the whole thing is flawed from the get-go. Um, and I'm not even a big margin of victory guy. I, I, to me, winning is winning. So I, I, I'm I coming from a place where it's difficult to penalize Oklahoma because they're beating teams by three or four or five points and the Utes are beating teams by 20. I, I, I don't – that's pretty hard to, to tell because there's all kinds of factors that go in, and I, I, I have great respect for teams that know how to win regardless of what the circumstances are. So it, it's – <laughs> it's it's an impossible task. What this committee is asked to do is just flat dumb. Okay, so let me ask you this. Gordon, if somebody puts you in charge and the,
2: the good Lord herself came down from on high and said, Gordon, you can't have an eighteen team playoff. You have to have a four-team playoff. We know you want an eight team but it's got to be a four-team.
0: But Why, you why, get would, to, why would
2: God say that? Uh, because that's the way she wants it. And so <laughs> if, if that was your charge, do you dare question the almighty? Uh, so that's the way that no, it's, I'm it's. questioning the way you're framing it. Yeah,
3: Jake, this. why does it always have to be such big uh, stakes <laughs> here, man? I don't know.
2: <laughs> but what should the criteria be? That's what I want to know. Because that's what we've got. And we don't know what really the playoff criteria is. We don't know what they're looking for. We don't know what their charge is. But what what should it be? Should it be to get the best team as they see it? Should it be the TV draw? Should it be the branding? which I mean what should it be the resume? Should it be who has the the best loss? Should it be who has the best win? what What should it be in in an ideal world, if eight weren't an option, we had to stay at four,
0: What should we be aiming for? Where should the target be? I the eye test to me is about as valid as anything else because you know it when you see it. Okay. but apparently Paul and others like him have not seen it. Well, I don't
2: think he's watching. I honestly don't. I mean that that's such a that's such a like uh, like Rocky Long when he was uh, blasting BYU for having old players this year. I when mean their average age is twenty one. Right. He hey Rocky, open up the roster. Before you make those comments, all right, I mean, you, you know, you're, you're operating on an old stereotype and you're you're shooting off your mouth about it when it, it doesn't happen to be true. Paul obviously hasn't watched the Pac-12 in the nine years that Utah's been in it. I mean, he's still operating off these old stereotypes like Utah. Yeah. And, and to be honest, they're a power five program. They're one of the top programs in the country right now. Do to, you think some to, of that is the fact that there's already a bias against the Pac-12? No, I think it's the bias is against Utah. I I think less so than the than the conference. I think this guy hasn't watched Utah. That's what bugs me so much about the clip. honestly, if you want to make an argument for Oklahoma, you can do it. You can do it. Now maybe I won't agree with it, maybe yeah. you won't, but you mm-hmm. can make the argument but but to just dismiss it because oh, It's Utah is ludicrous, and he obviously isn't paying any sort of attention and just operating off an old stereotype. Oh, that Mountain West team, which curious that none of these idiots were saying that about TCU when they were in the conversation. But that's neither here nor there. Now it's just oh this 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 lowly Mountain West school that got led into the club they couldn't possibly compete
0: that's his point and that's why that's so obnoxious now if well, you then want he should talk to some of the coaches around the Pac12 about what Utah is presenting this year
2: he should just turn on the tv yeah. it's it's not that hard to figure hey hey paul stay up past 9 for a change and <laughs> and catch a little college football i think you could figure some stuff out pretty quick that's a guy who's not paying attention we were... i think the committee people are paying attention my question is what is their motivation
0: yeah yeah well that's a good question and i don't know how we answer that cuz if they're going off if they're going off
2: brands then Utah's in deep trouble and they've set it up perfectly to have Utah get jumped in a very uncontroversial way yep so it's if they would have jumped Utah this week, the playoff committee would have a real mess on their hands because it would be even more controversial than it is now, and it would take away from the big TV
0: show that's coming next week. But see, that's working because I have talked to a few Utah fans who have said that. Well, if the committee were really biased, then they would have had Oklahoma jump Utah already. They don't have the top 10 win yet. That's the key. That's the key.
2: That's what they'll point at. They'll say they got a top 10 win with their final win the last— impression we'll hear that a zillion times yep. by the way the last impression the committee got would be Oklahoma getting a top 10 win and that's the excuse they'll use they'll say well Oregon wasn't as good as Baylor so Utah's not as good as Oklahoma here you go and they get
0: everything they're looking for anyway it's it's set up to happen if if it's uh if it's an edict from up on high that it has to stay at 4 like you suggested uh then, then I think the eye test is the only real way you can do it because there is no – well, there's no good way to do it, but you sort of know it when you see it. And that's what – I trust that more than uh, this good loss, bad loss stuff. I mean, that, that stuff is just crazy to me.
2: Uh, Aaron, our good friend, tweets in. He says, as a Utah fan, I totally get what Gordon is saying, and I'm not insulted by it. Gordon's solution would remove the committee's bias. And that, of course, is your your whole point. But unfortunately, that's not the world we're living in right now. And the topic is, is Utah going to get into that playoff?
0: I I know, I know you don't want to get into it. But, I mean, the question is, why are we so tied to what we have right now when it appears so unjust and when you have – if two SEC teams get in, then you have, might have multiple conferences who don't get a team in there. Why do they stand by, Stand for that? Why do they allow that to happen? Why aren't they clamoring at the gates to have this thing fixed? You have It's immediately going to be flawed because you have five power conferences and you only have four slots. And if two of them come from the same conference again,
2: because they're trying to get the best four teams, not the conference winners. They don't care but, about but, the conference But uh, defining the best team... A conference um, champion isn't necessarily the best team in the conference. Not always. And that's a problem you'd run into with automatic qualification. Yeah, but
0: that gets, don't argue against yourself, because that is what puts so much import on the regular season. Right, which I, which I like about college football, and I actually like the
2: conference races. You know that about me. But... The way they, you know, the way they supposedly want it, where they want the best teams to compete, which I like. And by the way, the regular season does matter a ton in this circumstance because Utah's loss to USC
0: really matters. But you've got other teams that are going to get in with a one loss too. Only one other team. Well, I mean, but they're fighting over one spot. They are fighting over one spot. But I mean, how important was that USC game in retrospect? It was the world. But then Utah fans will say, "Okay, you're going to penalize the Utes for losing to a ranked team like SC, and you're not going to penalize Oklahoma for losing to K-State?" Well, I, I love this comparative world that we're all in but where that, we that, just that, but compare that, but it, ourselves to everything.
2: Utah lost. If so, they the so truth did, is if so they Oklahoma, right? But the truth and is so is did Georgia. Had Utah won, they'd be in. They'd be in. So how important was that game? How important were all the games? But, but, Critical. But
0: there's there's going to be comparisons because somebody's getting in and somebody's getting left out and somebody with an identical record could get left out. Yeah, but let's not uh, let's not pretend like there's all this great victimhood here. Utah could have gone undefeated. But why is it required of Utah to go undefeated, but not required of Oklahoma? Because that's the way the world goes around. <laughs> but, why are
2: you driving around in uh, a Maserati, and I just uh, got rid of a dying to Hyundai Sonata? First of
0: all, I don't have a Maserati. Second of all, if you really want, if that was something that was important to you, you probably would be. What I would be what? Driving a Maserati? I don't. If that, I don't. If that think... was your. If that was important to you, <laughs>
2: not a chance. I'd be driving a Maserati. <laughs> that were important to me what do
0: you want a communistic society that sounds what you want a little bit it, not, that's it's, not what, what i'm oh, asking everybody for. gets in no well, everybody not gets everybody in, comrade. just the champions
2: mm-hmm. just make sure it's equal just make sure, make sure every the conference gets a bite at the let, apple
0: let the freaking champions in and don't bring two teams in from one conference when other conference champions are getting hey see you bud tough
2: yeah, I that get ain't it right. I get it. That's what the proletariat is saying these days. But <laughs> I live in America, Gordon. Oh, come on! All right, stay tuned. We'll have more coming up next. We'll have your not sports report, Josh Parcell, at five thirty. Stay tuned. 97.5 and twelve eighty
4: of the zone. <laughs>
1: is Tony Parks and Austin Horton.
4: Coach Jay Hill, I know you have your focus dialed in on your team. Right now, Utah gets set to face Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. With what that team's accomplished and what's happened there with Utah football, were there times when you were there, could you sense that something like this would be possible? Oh yeah.
3: yeah I remember Coach Witt saying at one time, we can, we can win a national championship here now. We're in the Pac-12, we can recruit the way we want, we can win a national championship here. And You know, obviously with the coaching that they have, they have an Opportunity to do that. You knew they were only going to get better with the recruiting that they can do there and the caliber coaching that they have. They were only going to get better and better. So it's exciting to watch it come to a head. And I can't wait to watch them in this deal. Yeah.
1: Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280, The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Oh. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And the Zone Sports Network.
2: Big show, 97.5, 1280, The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thanks for making us a part of your day. We greatly appreciate it. It's time for the Not Sports Report brought to you by the LHM used car supermarket. Gordon, where are we going today? We're
0: going to India. But before we go to India, uh, I was reading on one of the popular sports sites out there today uh, about my favorite Christmas song. And apparently my favorite Christmas song has been, there's been a cover done with, uh, by another band, and some people are saying it's better than the original, but the original is my absolute favorite Christmas song. And you know what it is? You know what? Let me give you the band first. It's Alabama. Okay. And the song is Christmas in Dixie. Okay. And one of the reasons I love that song so much is my mom's from Dixie. And it reminds me of her. I love that song. But apparently some other band has done a version. And some people are saying it's every bit as good. And I'm having a hard time with that because it can't be. And what's the band? I think it's called Temecula Road. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so, but that's not the main story. The main not sports report story today comes from a village in India, and they have a problem. They have a problem with monkeys. Monkeys? A certain kind of monkey there, and I don't even know how to pronounce what it is, but the monkeys are eating all the crops. Hmm.
3: How do you spell it?
0: Uh, let's see. It is. Where is it? I don't know if we should worry about this all that much, Austin. <laughs> I just
3: kidding.
0: Oh, <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. But but the point is that the monkeys are eating all the crops, and some of the farmers are just packing it in. They're saying we can't compete against these monkeys, and so you know they've you know desperate measures they've taken. No, but I know what they need to do. <laughs> what do they need to do? And how
2: about this for a little Utah flair on this? Okay. Mutant seagulls.
0: <laughs> what are they going to
2: do? Big enough to get rid of the monkeys. just this like to carry
0: the monkeys away? Like the grasshoppers, yeah. I mean, but the monkeys are bigger than grasshoppers. That's why it's
2: got to be a mutant seagull. <laughs> it's got a it's pterodactyl? Right. Some sort of genetically altered seagull big enough
0: to handle the monkey problem. I, I just uh, maybe I can't imagine how they're going to do that. They got to save the crop somehow. Who wrote uh, Jurassic Park? Who is a uh, Michael Crichton? I, 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 that's a character that he would have to come up with. I think we could do it. Some kind of bird that's got a powerful monkey appetite. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Go get the monkeys. A mutant seagull. It worked for the pioneers with normal seagulls. I know, but they're. I mean, th- th- those are abundant. I don't see many pterodactyls. Yeah, I don't know.
3: So, so what are they doing? Since
0: pterodactyls
3: are not, so
0: what they some of them have resorted to painting their dogs with stripes to make it look like they're tigers. Well, that's creative. Is it working? Uh, (laughs) I guess we're going to have to check back on that. I'm not sure that it's going to work, but that's what they're trying now. Look at that, Austin. As it. It's a dog painted (laughs) like a a tiger. Huh. I don't think that's going to work. But we don't have monkeys around here. We should count our many blessings because we don't have to worry about the monkey problem. Can you imagine if we had monkeys? What if you were on your way to the grocery store and some pack of monkeys ran in there and were robbing the place? Or what, you know, I mean what happens if our farmers around here, say in the Central Valley in California where a lot of the produce comes from, what if we had a bunch of monkeys out there stealing all the food? Well, what okay. will we do?
2: Okay, wait, I've gotta I've gotta stop here for a second just with one simple question. What on earth does this have to do with Christmas in Dixie? Nothing. Those are two What? stories. What does what what Christmas and Dixie have to do with anything? They're two separate stories. You're just mentioning that some random crappy country
0: band covered Christmas and Dixie. That's not a story. It, it is to not, me. It is to me because it's my favorite Christmas song. Here I because you hate Christmas music. That's a. Uh, Here I often, thought that this was give, some give lead in to the story. And it's a story, a, no, it's two two it's a story about monkeys. I oftentimes give you a two for the price of one. So there was no now, now which reason. which version we got here? Oh, see, no. Now this is this is a bastard So now, now you. So just out of the blue, you're commenting that a that a, a band has covered a song. That that was it. Yeah, but that's... There was no man, other reason don't, to bring that up? You don't mess with, uh, you know, Glenn, Glenn Greenwood or whatever his name is singing uh, that uh, God Bless America, whatever he sings. Literally millions of people a year sing that song. And none of that sentence was accurate, but continue. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Lee Greenwood. That's what I said. You said Glenn Greenwood. No, I said Lee. You misunderstood.
3: Oh, my bad. Go that's back and listen so the, the What's mo- the name of the
0: song? I got the song wrong.
3: Uh, God bless the USA. God bless the USA. Yeah.
0: So so
2: the the monkeys uh, uh, <laughs> ravaging an India town and Christmas and Dixie have nothing to do with one another. No, not and, at and all. And there was no reason whatsoever to bring up Christmas and Dixie other than you like that song. I
0: was given two stories for the price of but one. But that's not a story. It, it is to me. I mean, nobody touches Alabama's Christmas and Dixie. How, how many years ago did they cover Christmas and Dixie? How oh, well, years, this just you, happened. I guess they just came out with it. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know. Some new newfangled band. <laughs> but but <laughs> Christmas and Dixie is is, is,
2: is I hate sacred. this segment so bad. You, know, you know Gordon is? He's that I like turtles kid. <laughs> like it's just the uh, it's just news because I say so because you know what I like turtles so <laughs> I'm gonna talk about I it. I like it's, turtles yeah it's,
0: it's through my freaking filter over here <laughs> and I gave I gave two for the price of one what's the matter with that all right it was still too expensive <laughs> <laughs> you got dogs painted like tigers. Andrew, what do you think of that? That's just crazy, man. Andrew That's Reinhardt so is with us. <laughs> I mean, think about how lucky we are not to have a monkey problem. Wasatch Medical Clinic.
2: How's it going, Andrew? Good you monk. know, <laughs> oh, you do a bunch of around these. Around you you, you yeah. do a bunch of these lives, and you do. You come in with all the different shows, but coming in after the not sports report has got to be a <laughs> yeah. somewhat unique yeah. experience. <laughs> look no? look
0: at that. I thing, come in Andrew. conversation. Yeah, yeah. this is a, yeah, this is interesting. <laughs> it's kind of a red-taste critter. Don't patronize
2: him, Andrew. <laughs> don't, don't
0: tell him it's interesting. He's just going to keep going. Fuel the fire. Right? Uh, I, I get that all the time. Everywhere <laughs> we go, every remote we get to, we go to. I get someone coming up to me saying how much they love they're not sports report. they're just being nice why would they do that if they hated it because they don't want to offend you now you sound like the selection committee. How do you know that people don't like it? Andrew Reinhardt. Don't? Who are you, Paul Feinbaum? <laughs>
2: Andrew Reinhardt is here from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And Andrew can't
4: help the Utes get into the playoff, but he can yep. help you if you're having some issues in the bedroom. If you are having issues in the bedroom, that's right. Um, Wasatch Medical has a new treatment for ED. That's erectile dysfunction. Um, and it's becoming very popular for what it's not. It's not a pill. It's not injections. It's not surgery, heaven forbid. Um Acoustic wave therapy is it uh, uses an FDA-cleared device that is clinically shown to increase blood flow by regrowing blood vessels. So <clears throat> that's what it's all about, is the blood flow, and that means no pills, no side effects.
2: Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but maybe you're tired of the
4: other treatments, or maybe yeah. you haven't tried the other treatments and things are just slipping a little bit. You guys can help. Either one. If you've tried the pills and you're dealing with the side effects, those are awful. You can throw those away. Um, If you haven't tried it, but you're noticing things are slipping in the wrong direction, it's so easy to get this problem fixed, typically with just a few short treatments at our clinic, maybe two to three weeks. So, Definitely by Christmas, we can have you back in shape. And with the deal that you're doing today, there's no risk in it for our listeners. Yes. If you're struggling with ED, guys, um, sick of the pills, call us right now. We'll do an initial assessment, exam, a blood flow ultrasound. This That's really cool, by the way. Uh, we'll tell you if you have any blockages in the blood flow. Um totally free. Normally 300 bucks. Call us now. Complimentary, free, and no obligation to go forward.
2: Here is the number to call. 801-901-8000. Uh, if you mention The Zone, get a, a little- a, a special gift comes in addition. Ah, I like it. 801-901-8000. That's 801-901-8000. Thank you very much, Andrew. Thanks, guys. All right, more next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
1: Dan Solson and Scotty G. It's what you want. Dan Walken from uh, USA Today. I love Utah. I love what they've done. I think they passed the eye test for me. Uh, I love how physical they are. That defensive line is awesome. Huntley, I don't know where you'd rank him among the quarterbacks Utah's had over the years, but he's just really developed into a big-time playmaker. And if they get into the playoff, they won't will, they will totally deserve it, in my opinion. You know, and I, I think despite the schedule, I wish they had maybe gone out of conference and, and gotten a big game they could maybe have in the bank right now but you know if they get in the playoff like i, I think hey it would be an interesting match up with them against either lsu or uh, ohio state I'd, I'd love to see it catch Hands and scotty every day from noon to three presented by your rocky mountain chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network